0: This is the story about how Grandpa Bill almost oh burned down his neighborhood. I call the story Playing with Fire. The alley, a construction that suburbs seem to lack, ran behind the houses. A regular parade traveled on it, the garbage trucks, the milk truck, the ragman with his horse-drawn wagon, the ice truck, and every so often the knife-and-scissors-sharpening man, pushing his cart with its distinctive clank. As a natural playground for kids, not much could top what the alley provided. Fewer cars interrupted play there, and if you rotated the heel of your foot into its cinder and dirt surface, you could gouge out a shallow hole for playing marbles. This was back in kid time, when one's wealth was measured in marbles. In winter, snow covered the black surface, utterly transforming it. Telephone poles lined the alley and made a perfect target for snowballs. At the time the incident happened, I don't think we intended any mischief. Really, I think we were trying to be helpful. It all began innocently enough. On this one particular day, like most of the people on our block, Paul and I hauled our Christmas tree out to the alley for garbage pickup. By that time, the tree was such a dry, forlorn thing, losing needles and denuded of the ornaments that had made it sparkle. It bore eloquent testament to the fact that Christmas was over and January had set in. Most of the people on our block similarly deposited their trees in the alley. I can't say what prompted it, but at a certain point, one of us was seized with an incandescent idea the image of a tree, entirely aflame. I can't recall how we propped it up, but we finally stood our tree bolt upright in the middle of the alley and touched a match to a branch near the bottom. Presto! It caught immediately, and the flame leapt up, climbing rapidly from branch to branch. Quickly... It engulfed the whole tree. We were transfixed. The heat and intensity of the flame offered a thrilling moment, but one that was over in a flash. What urge did it light up in our souls? Was the call like the one that excited primitive man mastering fire? Again, might we do it again? we looked for another tree. Quickly, a master plan developed. All up and down the alley, discarded trees bristled by the garbage. Could we not assemble several trees and bind them together? Would that not make a bigger and better fire, one that was truly memorable? Try as I may, I can't recall arguments against the project or any consideration of repercussions the vision exerted its siren call so off we went scouring the alley for several trees which we dragged back and set up in a lean-to arrangement in the middle of the alley behind pop pendergast's garage The fire ignited just as quickly as the first, and just as quickly spread to the hole. But now, as the tree sap oozed from the trunks, it burned hotter. Resins bubbled and caught. As the flames shot higher, nearly 10 or 20 feet in the air, I was seized with nervous dread. We had lost control of this monster fire. Wide-eyed and white as a sheet, Pop Prendergast came running out to the alley. The smoke and flame that he saw over his garage suggested that it had caught on fire. Fortunately, it had not. While we had been seduced by the excitement of the vision, We had not given thought to the consequences of our spectacular fire. We certainly would not have wanted to frighten our kindly old neighbor. Oddly, despite the excitement, I can recall little of the aftermath of the incident. I don't know whether the neighbors branded us as dangerous little hooligans, or if they ever knew about it since it ended so quickly no one called the police or the fire department i don't recall what punishment fell on us or even how old we were mother somehow made it made sure that it would never happen again it served as a vivid example to teach one of life's lessons namely to think before you act to temper desire with restraint.